John Long, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You can do a lot when you've got uh you know eight hours on a Saturday and uh nothing well, much else to do than to play around on the internet right. and uh, try to find some sound clips for your podcast you're, well, you're trying to launch. That uh <laughs> that round of applause will mean a lot to my mom, so when she listens, <laughs> when I show her how to listen. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. What do you get that off of the eBay's? You know, and you're like, ah, no, mom, it's a little different than that. My so. dad, he uh, he got a smartphone. Uh, I want to say two months back, and he's called me like every other day since. <laughs> you know, for either just to check on me, just to say hey, or to ask me how to use some kind of app right. or ask me, you know, how he gets the, how he can get the pictures that I like texted it to him, of like the boys <laughs> and stuff, you know? How do I take the pictures off of this? Yeah. He was like, I'm like, dad, I, I messaged them to you. And he's like, well, okay, well, what's that? So <laughs> yeah, I had to, mom needed some music for something she was doing. And she was like, can you come up to the house and download some music off of the internet for me? And I was like, yeah, mom was like, really just Google whatever you want and go to like, you know, put free afterneath or afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then click the download button when you go to the page, and it'll it'll save you know to your computer. Well, I can't do all that. That's just crazy. I'm like, mom, <laughs> like you guys used to drive across the country with just a map, you know? Like you can handle the internet, you know? And she's I like, don't think I have gone anywhere using just a map no, in like uh, ten years. Right. It's I used to forever. be really proud of my map skills. So when we were going vacation, they were like, "You're the map reader." I'm sure to keep me <laughs> occupied. Yeah. But I, I felt like I got pretty good at it. But now, I mean, I just type it into my phone and listen, you know, to Siri or whoever tell me which way to go man it is a uh, it is crazy how technology has progressed uh, it's crazy that two ordinary people can uh sit in an unused classroom <laughs> and uh record some audio and put That's it right. out there for uh, everybody to yeah. listen to yes um and we're going to talk about some news stories today because personally i listen to a lot of podcasts i like podcasts a lot because i work a very 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 boring manufacturing job and podcasts are typically free, and audiobooks cost money. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to do a podcast myself. I wanted to do one on uh, just something that I would like to listen to. And uh, I personally love odd news stories. I don't think there's a radio show out there anywhere that does enough odd news <laughs> stories. So, um, and I got to tell you, this week has uh, the internet has provided. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought maybe we could start with. Uh, with this news story, uh, the um, the headline here, this comes from the Aniston Star. There is a, uh, a former publisher and current chairman of the board of a company in uh, Aniston, Alabama. His name is H. Brant Ayers, and uh, he recently stepped down from, uh, from his duties as chairman. Do you have any idea why? <laughs> What's the deal with that? <laughs> well, he uh, back in the 1970s, he uh, he spanked 
one of his reporters. There you go. That seems normal, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I'm thinking, when I first read this story, I'm thinking, okay, it's the 1970s. Maybe she was <laughs> just being bad. Wild. You know, maybe <laughs> right. she was a bad reporter. Yeah, I think and it was, there was nothing weird or hinky about it. He was just, she was being bad. But uh, I don't think that's the case at all because it says here, um, <laughs> it says here that. She went to his house, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he told yeah. her that she had been naughty mm-hmm. and she needed to be spanked. Yes. Yeah, so. Which sends up a bunch of red flags to me. <laughs> well, you know, his name is Brant Ayers, but she calls him <laughs> Brandy Ayers. So I feel like this guy was built in with some issues anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, like she says, but I hated Brandy Ayers with every cell in my body. That's pretty amazing. But, I, you know... Like like we were discussing, where do you go as a boss? You know, I need to spank an employee. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, even yeah. in the seventies. I mean, I know it was a weird time in the seventies, and things were crazy, bell bottoms and psychedelic drugs or yeah. whatever. But you just don't go. I'm gonna need to spank you. <laughs> and you know what? What tops this all off? What I think is just is just priceless is he did this on the advice of a doctor. <laughs> It says here, and I quote, I called the doctor and asked, what should I do? And he said, calm her down. <laughs> he asked the doctor if spanking would work, and the doctor said yes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, a couple things here. Um, first of all, I'm not aware of, I, I don't think my employer, employer <laughs> the person who, who pays my, my wage, my, my paycheck, he doesn't call my doctor no. and ask what he should do personally for like my my care. Hey, Tiny, your performance has been <laughs> down, and I spoke with your doctor. I'm gonna need to see him off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and second of all, what doctor is gonna tell this guy <laughs> that he needs to calm down his employees by spanking them? Oh, I know. That's crazy. And you know, the Anis Star, if people <laughs> listening don't know, was like a really like well-run, well-respected paper for a long time, especially for a town the size of Anniston, Alabama. Uh, Rick Bragg, who won a Pulitzer Prize, he started his career there. Uh, You know, I mean, it's it's put out some pretty good journalists, and maybe the spanking was the secret in the sauce or something. (laughs) I don't know. I think that doctor he was talking to is Alice Cooper's Dr. Feelgood. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a rim shot. That's excellent. But yeah, you know, you just like what? Uh, where do you? At, at what point are you like? You know, I think this is this isn't gonna come back and bite me later on down <laughs> yeah. the road. It's just a simple spanking. Yeah, it seems really weird. That what was the quote that she said? Uh, <laughs> where something about like she she hated him or yeah, something? Right. Where was that? I got it's probably about three or year four paughs down are we looking at the same ones right below I think I'm looking at the Aniston star I think okay. you got the New, New York, York Times. Times yeah I went big time yeah what was what was the where, what's the actual quote where no, it is says that? I was still determined to be a reporter after that and uh, and then she said but I hated Brandy Ayers with every cell of my body and she was in her 20s so and may I editorially add every cell in her gluteus maximus <laughs> <laughs> I mean you think bare hand or you go with a paddle with that I mean I don't know well, I would like to say keep it professional yeah. and go with the paddle. Yeah, you need but to. Th- who knows? <laughs> who knows with this guy? Like, I guess all the other reporters learned right then, like, don't get on Brandy Ayers' <laughs> bad side or you'll be getting a spanking, you know? That's a way yeah. to quell any uprisings in the staff. Oh, gracious. I'll just go ahead and uh, put my hand to your backside there, <laughs> you know, cub reporter. 
Well, <laughs> great. I mean, to me, just absolutely crazy that uh, that someone would do that and that it really stayed quiet. I mean, I get that the lady was probably embarrassed and wanted didn't want anything yeah. to hurt her career. But I, I imagine rumors around Aniston would probably flare up. It would have to get out. Being, well, the dude's married, like yeah, isn't right, he? Like yeah. his wife, I think, she took like his took spot. Yeah, yeah, she took his spot. Yeah, now when he stepped down. That's so, an awkward conversation to have. You know, hey, babe, uh, I got something to talk to you about. I'll I, tell you right now, if I did this, <laughs> I would be the next one getting spanked, and yeah. it would not be the good kind. Yeah. I assure you. Hey, honey, uh, you know, can, can you see for a second? I got something I need to discuss with oh, you. Oh, gosh. You remember back when I was running the paper? Uh, I may have spanked someone, and <laughs> it may have been a lady, and when I may have done it in our home. And so I'm going to step down, and can you take over for oh, me? Oh, gosh. That's, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that I would be a dead man, you know. I mean, even as just a lowly furniture salesman as I am, I was like, hey, you know, Deidre, I've spanked another adult. You know, that's just like male or female or otherwise. It's just a weird conversation to have oh, with your wife. You know, I'm going to have to, you know, find a new job because I've spanked someone. <laughs> You're like, oh, you talking about the kids? No, no, I was like, person that worked for me. Uh, and um, I just, first of all, let me say I'm sorry. You <laughs> know, Want to get that out of the way? Totally mistake on my part. Oh man! Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just wild. The old spankaroo. But you know, I don't know if you know this. You may have been too young. Uh, that we had a superintendent in Fayette that had to step down for like paddling a kid. You know, because superintendent's not supposed to right, you know, right, just a superintendent. And uh, and so he like paddled a kid, and there were some accusations made, and he had to step down. That was probably in the eighties, so maybe huh. it was just like, hey, we'll just start beating. You know, like if somebody does something wrong, we're just gonna start beating them. You know, like yeah, yeah. adult kid doesn't matter, position of power, you're just getting spanked. You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's a whole like rash of spanking that I was never aware of. So <laughs> in the professional world, I was usually a pretty good kid. I think I got I got spanked one time. And uh, it was like, you know, it was like one lick with a paddle. And to tell you the truth, my mom, she was so brutal. Like, it really didn't teach me anything. I didn't learn anything from it. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, think, I don't think a lot of that goes on anymore. No, no, definitely not in school. I got spankings. I think every year I was in school, I got a paddling um, from the principal or teacher or whatever. I was... Every, every year? I, I, I think so. On the reg? I don't... Maybe my senior year I didn't, but I know I got detention my senior yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I... And I wasn't like a bad kid. I was more or less... They just like to give you spankings. I, I feel like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time a lot of <laughs> yeah. times. Like, the wrong place was wherever I was doing something out of line, and the wrong time was when the teacher showed up. But, uh, yeah, and I don't, feel, I don't feel like I was, like, you know, a troublemaker or anything. I didn't disrupt class. I wasn't, you know, I didn't vandalize stuff. I just made jokes or whatever. And I guess sometimes if you're a teacher and you've listened to kids make jokes for – 50 years or however long mm-hmm. Cause people who were teaching me taught my mom when they were in school mm-hmm. they're just like let's just bring you up and get you a paddle and come on out here in the hallways so, man yeah it never really phased me i mean you're like well it's gonna hurt for 10 15 minutes and then you're back to your whole life of doing whatever you want to do so. at least they got something out of it they would offer you three licks or three days suspension and there was no way i was going home and telling my parents i had three days of suspension <laughs> so i was just like i'll just give me the licks they were so smug yeah, they were right. like you get three licks or you get three days suspension yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's going to, the sound effects are going to crack me up continuously. <laughs> well, what else we got? Uh, well, let's see. We had the Indian man who was kidnapped and forced to marry a lady. Um, he, what does it say here? Video clips circulating online show a man identified as 29-year-old Vinod Kumar appearing to be forced to perform wedding rituals in the Indian state of Bihar. I'm sure I've pronounced all of that. Is this uh, is this Kumar of, of Harold and Kumar? <laughs> yes. That was a heck of a trip to White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> heck of a trip. But uh, this is in the video, relatives can be heard saying, we are only performing your wedding, not hanging you. Why are you crying loudly? Like, <laughs> But I said, he must have been a catch. Like, if you're going to kidnap a guy yeah. and force him to marry your daughter, he's got to be something pretty special. You're not going to get, <laughs> you know, old Joe Blow working at the uh, Walmart stocker or whatever. You're going to get, like, an accountant or something. I would like to know a little more about Vindu, or what was his name, Vinod. Uh, yeah, I would like to know. I would like to know what law is in that area of the world. You right. know, like is this going to be legal? Yeah, I don't know. You, you know, know? It, it, that's what they said. It was pretty common in that region. Where, uh, where's the rest of it? Okay, yeah. yeah so some of, for people who can't afford a dowry, right, it's yeah. like common. You know, or no, I don't know if I'm say common, but it was. You know, people go out and uh, and they just straight up kidnap them. Right. You but know? it said the police were investigating, so maybe it is against the law. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with provincial Indian <laughs> province law or whatever, but uh, you're you're not. No, nah, I hadn't studied <laughs> up on it. I'm okay. more of a bird law guy. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm in bird law. <laughs> yeah, so the girl's family befriended me. This is him talking. Mm-hmm. Befriended me during the <clears throat> wedding and asked me to step out. Then they kidnapped me and took me to a home where I was forced to put vermilion in the hair of a girl. I'd never seen her, and I don't know who she is. Vermilion, isn't that like a, a pasta? <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> you know, I think that might be right. That's a heck of a pasta dish. Anybody out there listening to this, if you know what vermilion is, uh, write us in and let us know. Let's see. A vermilion. I'm Googling it real quick. It's a red pigment. Um, or it has red pigmentation. Um, yeah, in color. That's all it says. Huh. Hmm. And also, there is a rock band named Vermilion. There's a Vermilion, South Dakota, which oh, I've been wow. to South Dakota before. I don't remember that. Huh. Yeah, it's a brilliant red or scarlet pigment originally made from powdered mineral, from the powdered mineral cinnabar, which sounds like a food court place. <laughs> I was just about to say, it sounds like something that'd pick up. Like on in the checkout line, yeah, right, yeah, right there in front of the register. Hey, go back and give me a couple of cinnabars. I need a snack on the way home. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of crazy. This ritual is known as Pakudua Viva. <laughs> that sounds right. I think you nailed it. So this is a, a ritual. Like it's it it goes on so much. There's like a ritual for it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so because and like I, I was saying, I don't, I don't. I don't have ever have envisioned a man being forced to marry a woman. You know, like usually in those scenarios, I always assume it's some girl getting, yeah. you know, promised off to some guy or whatever. Like especially way back in the day. Yeah, I mean, if right. you Like, you know, if you wanted like the, the, you know, the prom queen, if you had enough, you know, goats and donkeys yeah, right. and, you know, her yes. dad was like, you know, down for like a deal, you know, you could just go get her, you <laughs> yes. know, wasn't yes. no thing. But yeah, yeah, right. And and but I guess I mean if you're if you got the looks and maybe the job, uh, <laughs> and mom and dad like you, and you're a guy, you can get set up with a girl. 
I have some friends that probably should check into that. <laughs> yeah. Who's uh, never found a lady to settle down with, so now you're forced to. But the fact that he's crying and everything, that's going to be awkward on your anniversary coming up. <laughs> like, hey, uh, remember we got married, honey? I'm sorry I cried the whole way through. Like, if you end up falling I like in to love. Imagine, I'm, I like to imagine him, you know, walking in and being like, uh, for our one-year anniversary, uh, I got you something that I've always wanted, a divorce. Yeah. Well, that's like the ultimate, hey, babe, I'm going to run to the store and pick up a pack of smokes, and then you never see him again. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll be back in a little while, uh, you know, uh, get some dinner going or something, and he, like, splits for forever. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. That seems really wild to me that people uh, are still having forcible marriages in this day and age, but especially for a man. And the fact that he was so upset by it, he cried. I wonder if he had, like, a girlfriend already, and he's like, man, how am I going to explain this to her when I get home? You know, like, I would explain it by these dudes came in with a gun <laughs> and marched me down the aisle. What if? What and if the made whole, me put vermilion in her hair. <laughs> what if the whole scenario is that he had a girlfriend, but he met this girl he married, and then she, like, busts him, so he, like, cries. And he's like, no, baby, no, really. I, it's in the newspaper. They kidnapped me. I don't like her. I'm just forced to marry her. <laughs> That's a heck of a way to break up with somebody. Man. Well, what <laughs> else happened this week? Uh, well, I don't know if you checked out the story of the guy shooting the lady for snowblowing his driveway. No, I actually missed that one. Okay, all right. So this was in uh, Michigan, which... Uh, Goes to prove that rednecks don't only exist in Alabama. Right. Uh, it says a Michigan man. It's a lifestyle, not a yeah, right. not an area. Yeah, right. Yeah, not a region. Yeah, a Michigan man is charged with murdering his neighbor. Confessed to killing the woman after seeing her blowing snow out of his driveway. Court records show. And Wendell Earl Popejoy, sixty-three of Ottawa County, confessed to shooting his neighbor Sheila Bong Bonge, fifty-nine, according to court documents. There you go. Uh, let's see. And uh, he said he made the decision to kill the woman after seeing her on December 26th blowing snow from the easement driveway in front of his home. <laughs> now, this is according to the detective. Uh, Wendell stated that he had made the decision when he saw Sheila to kill her. Um, and said he then grabbed a gun from his home, went out on the easement where Sheila was blowing the snow. Wendell stated that he went up behind Sheila and shot her in the back of the head and disposed of her body behind his residence. He didn't even talk to her first? No, not even like, hey, uh, why are you doing this? Get off of my driveway. I like to do this or whatever. (laughs) Golly. Yeah, but apparently uh, Wendell, Wendell Earl and the Sheila girl has have, or she was a problem around the neighborhood anyways, because it says, uh, uh, where did it say that at? Yeah, it says, Pope Joy remains held and with bond, but some of her neighbors said that, that she had had disputes. Yeah, she had ongoing disputes with several neighbors, so she may have just been, I mean, he may have just been fed up, like, this is the last straw. I told you if you ever come back over <laughs> on my yard, I'm going to shoot you in the back of the head or whatever, but, I mean, you Man. feel like, I don't know, like, if you're out shoveling snow off of somebody's driveway, that seems like, hey, that's a pretty good deed. I know. know? I would I would never shoot anybody that if I looked outside and they were cutting my yard. Yes, right. I yeah. would take them a cold drink. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah, you'd be you like, know. thank you. You know, come back over next week and do it again. Yeah, anytime you want to cut this yard, you yeah. just have right just at it. Because yes. I don't know about you. I'm the worst. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, the lawn care is on the bottom tier of yeah. all priorities I have. You know, I don't want, I know... 
maybe at some point in time I'll reach the age where having a beautiful lawn is important to me. But like your kids are grown yet. up, they're yeah, married, right. they're doing their own thing. Yes. And like the own like no one, you know, no one cares about you anymore. Yes. You, you know, just have anything the lawn. to do. Right. Yeah. You yeah. just like put out the pasture, you know, like an old guy gets <laughs> and that's all you could do is go tittle around in the lawn. Your wife's been nagging you for fifty years now and you're just like, I would I would rather be outside in the heat, you know, weeding the flower bed and spreading fertilizer and all that stuff. But yeah, it hadn't it hadn't happened for me yet. But I can't ever imagine getting so mad. I say this you must have been a really a horrible neighbor to have, you know, maybe left. And she Christmas doesn't sauce. sound like it from yeah. the story. Yeah, I don't. She sounds know. like a wonderful neighbor. Yeah, like, to have. Hey, you're coming over and snow shoveling my driveway, or maybe she'd been complaining to him for like, oh, you need to get your your driveway. That, okay, that yeah. that might happen. Like for, if she was just been nagging him forever yeah. about shoveling his snow, which. I mean, I don't see why that matters. Yeah, but you I mean, know how some people are. Some oh, people just want to be in somebody else's business. I know. I know. I'm not sure. saying she deserved it. She definitely <laughs> did not deserve no. it. Yeah, that's not something you should get shot He for. should go to jail for the rest of his yeah. life and be punished to the fullest extent of the law. <laughs> I feel like you could. But yeah, you, he somebody who's, to, like, mentally unstable, yeah. been getting nagged about something for forever, <laughs> I can... Well, you went. He went to level ten. Like I feel like there should have been some. He steps went to eleven. You, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel like there's some steps you should take before then. Like maybe a verbal warning. Maybe a, like I'm gonna, you know, put a flaming bag, a dog poop on your doorstep. <laughs> maybe if it's really, really bad, you get a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, right. You yes. send her a letter, one of those super scary yeah, letters. Yeah, right, a lawyer letter. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that that's what you should do, but. It, for some reason, this guy was like, I'm going to go get a gun and shoot her. I mean, like he's standing in the like living room. You're like, hey, is Sheila out? She's not shoveling my driveway. I swear I'm going to shoot her. And you're like, go and get her gun. Exactly. That's how it went down, I'm sure. <laughs> and then, see, knew he screwed up. He, like, took her body around in the backyard, yeah. you know? That's when you immediately I wonder if he it. had a moment of clarity. Yeah, he was sure. like, uh, sure. Uh-oh. Oh, hey, <laughs> I have messed up. You know, maybe she wasn't that bad of a neighbor. I mean, she left her Christmas lights up year-round, but that kind of bothered No me. one is going to see this from my point of view. Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess that's why he went ahead and confessed for it. He's like, ah, there's no way I can get out of this. There's blood all over the snow in my yard <laughs> that she was shoveling. And it's not cherry. Yeah, right. So, yeah, he drug her around back or whatever. That's. I'm, I'm sorry, Wendell Earl. Pope Joy. He does not look like a joyful man either. Man. I mean, he looks like he probably is mad about everything anyways. Of course, he had just shot someone right there. So, Well, you know, prison, I think, is probably a good place for him to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely for a long time. You just can't be out there shooting people. No. I mean, really for just about any reason outside of self-defense. But, you know, somebody who the day after Christmas, like no Golly. Christmas joy is left over. Yeah, just had finished gathering around with your family. Or maybe it was what it was. Maybe like his mother-in-law was over and... He was just tired and fed up, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, man. Oh. What else do you have? Uh, I found a news story about a man who burst into flames. What? Yeah. Um. This is from Newsweek. Uh, a second man. So apparently there was a first somewhere along the way. Mysteriously burst into flames in England, and police are stumped again. Huh. Like spontaneous combustion, I guess? That was exactly where my mind went. Because I think, I don't know about you, I think it's a thing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't think no. it's a voodoo curse. I, I think that, you know, 
cars catch on fire sometimes. True. Well, you true. know, people can they not catch on fire? I guess. I mean, now cars especially if do they're have... really angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I've had steam come out of my ears. I feel like a few times. Yeah. Especially with kids. Uh, yeah. I. You know. I don't know. I mean, the the car versus person argument. A car does have gasoline, which is a flammable liquid, and and I guess the human body doesn't. I don't know. I've never, you know, tried to burn myself or any of right. my bodily fluids before. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, that final, I'm going to light my gas on fire, you know, prank that went wrong or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I'm sure you remember this. Like, I actually caught myself on fire here uh, oh. last year. Yeah, I do remember, remember that? that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and I tell you what, man, those, those fumes will get you. But, I mean, it says here police are stumped. So, says there were, uh, hold on, let me read it. It says, a man died after he burst into flames on a street in Hull, England on Wednesday, two weeks after London police issued a plea for witnesses of another similar incident. Daniel Lingwood, a resident of Hull, looked out of his window to see flames across the road, according to a local newspaper. He immediately rushed outside to help the victim, who has not been named. There were some women going around to get buckets of water to chuck over him, but I have done, but I have done first aid before, and I knew that would be bad for his skin. So he he stopped these women from throwing buckets of water on him. Hey, yeah, just let him burn. I think I'll just take the bad skin. Yeah, yeah I would have. I would. I would live with the bad skin. Says uh, so him and another bloke. They rolled him around on the ground to try to put the fire out. Uh, said that uh, emergency services were called. And uh, this has happened twice now. So, uh, police, they're currently looking for witnesses. Anybody out there who saw it happen, uh, please uh, first email us. Yeah, definitely. At earthoddity at would, planetmail.com. We would like to talk to you. Yeah, and at, right after you do that, you should probably call the police <laughs> and let them know. Yeah, yeah, but definitely talk to us first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're authorities in the matter. <laughs> Because I want to know if it's real. Like, yeah, you know, I do too. I've read a lot of stories about it over the years, you know, and there's got to be something to it. I mean, you just, I, I don't, I can't think of any logical explanation why you would burst into flames. But if people are bursting into flames, like, that's something, you know. Yeah, you got to call a spade a spade or whatever. You know? I want to know if that's covered by my uh, my life insurance plan. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> if I know insurance companies like I do. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Do you uh, you have any another one? Um, there was a parade in Cleveland oh, last week. Yes, yes, did you see that? Yes, I did. You you told me about that, and I was quite delighted about it. <laughs> not only, first of all, I'm not a parade guy. I'm not. I don't like parades. You don't like parades? No, no, I don't. Going and standing on the sidewalk and cheering for things going by, it's just, yeah. not, it's just not me. I, I get that people love it. The kids love it. So, you know, you sacrifice as an adult right, man right. pretty much all the time. And you go and do things like go to a parade with your family. But I'm not a parade guy. But if I lived in <laughs> Cleveland, I would have been at this parade all day long. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, They were celebrating their perfect season. Yes. They went 0 and 16. <laughs> That's a beautiful reason to have it. And like I was reading you earlier, this tweet from Emmanuel Ogba. Yeah. Who apparently plays for the Browns. I'm not up on the Browns roster. He said, uh, that parade is a joke. Don't call yourself a true Browns fan if you go to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going 0 and 16 was embarrassing enough as a player. 
But this is like adding fuel to the fire, and it's completely <laughs> wrong. Well, it is a joke, but I mean, yeah. so is so are the Cleveland Browns, right? Yeah, I mean, like it's not the fans' fault that they went zero and sixteen at all. You no, know? I mean, Emmanuel here should maybe look at you know I don't know, be glad office. that they're standing out there and like making light of it instead yeah. of demanding like someone's head like yeah, they right. do in soccer. Exactly. Yeah, you know, no, you will get killed in soccer, especially like in South America. They will kill you for anything, missing a penalty shootout or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's they take it real seriously. I like, mean, these guys, they threw you a parade. Yeah, a definite parade. And, like, you know, if you're a Browns <laughs> fan and you've sat through 16 whole games of losses and really maybe only two or three losses in the past couple of years in the cold Cleveland winter, you know, snow and all that, you deserve a parade just just for being there and showing up, buying Browns jerseys and Browns merchandise and Supporting your team. Despite all your friends yes, on yeah. the internet, you know, poking fun at your right. Browns yeah, you know, and you're jacket. St- you're still holding true to, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a member of the Dog Pound and all that, and I'm here <laughs> for the Browns, and this is our year every year, and it's definitely not every year. You I, you deserve a parade. You know, go and, and catch candy or do whatever it is they do. So I would like to. Uh, I want to see some footage of it because I'm sure it was hilarious. <laughs> there's some great. There's some great pictures like on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was the one uh uh like the the fans they were wearing uh the bags over their heads mm-hmm. and then I saw one dude holding up a sign that said Owen sixteen <laughs> and it looked like uh, his wife or his girlfriend or somebody like holding up a sign next to his pointing to that one saying uh he used that sign last year. <laughs> 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 That's pretty. Which awesome. I think they did win one game last I think year, so too, but yeah. it's still funny. Yeah, it's like. Uh, and then it, the I'm with stupid. Uh huh. And then the one other dude's holding the sign that says season ticket holder. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I was reading some quotes from it. Uh, Mike Face Paint Bonnell, which if you have the nickname Face Paint, you're definitely a hardcore <laughs> fan. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I love the Cleveland Browns. A parade is for celebration, and I'm okay with the message of the protest. So I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's two ways to look at it. Like, either we're celebrating that our team's horrible, or we're just trying to show everyone that we know our team's horrible and it needs to make changes. But he said, we're going to eat lots of food and drink more beer. So, <laughs> you know, I guess so. Zero degree temperatures. Man. But, I, I, you know, I feel like if you're... If One dude's holding up a sign that says, Johnny Manziel was the best player in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I mean, a man on top of the struggle bus held a sign with a hashtag Y and screamed, this is not a celebration to onlookers who laughed. I'll tell you what. It's, it's it's tough to be a Cleveland fan, I'm sure, because, I mean, at least you have the Cavs, which are doing well, but the Browns are just horrible, and that's I feel sorry for those people. I do, too. They deserve a better team, at least a competitive team. You yeah. Know? Like, that's all you can really ask for, I feel like, in the NFL, is that you're competitive. If you got a chance to win a few games or not, Never, not everybody can be the Patriots or whatever, but, I mean... <laughs> Definitely not 0-16 in a league that's supposed to have parity, you know, yeah, from top yeah. to bottom, so the games are competitive. I don't know. And they'll probably draft a quarterback who won't work out like they've done a million times and <laughs> uh, continue along the same thing. While we're on the subject of football, and I don't even have this pulled up, but um, did you see UCF 
They're declaring themselves yes. the national champion because yes. yes. they're undefeated. Yes. No, you're And right. everybody else has a loss. Yes. No. <laughs> and that's what I saw my cousin put up, and it was really brilliant. And you won't. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and people listening may not get this, but uh, she was like, this. She's like, someone should tell UCF this is not a upward, upward football. Not everybody gets a trophy <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, but it's true, and I get kind of what they're saying. But it's impressive. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they well, get a golf clap. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> what for what they did? Yes, it's great because they were you know winless a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, but I mean playing a like three and ten UConn team on the road and winning is not really an impressive win, and playing a conference that you know would get dominated by anyone else in the in the playoffs is it's not the best thing to do so but maybe i'm a little biased as an alabama fan. that's true i'll admit that i'm willing to 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 do that but i just don't see i don't know i guess you know maybe i will declare myself a national championship a champion and <laughs> something and if it Podcasting. works it works yeah not yeah. yet but we're getting there yeah we're on our way this is like the road <laughs> to victory right here game one and uh we're coming out okay yeah what was it was it was it gandalf who said uh every journey starts with a single step That's or was exactly that somebody right. else I, more I feel wise like it was gandalf or jesus one or the other <laughs> i don't know no nah, it definitely wasn't jesus but yeah, every journey begins with a single step. That's that's got to be Gandalf, I guess, or maybe some like wise elder of a Native American tribe. Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. I don't know. I get all of them mixed up. Master Splinter. <laughs> the true, <laughs> the true wise one. Of yeah, all of it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I I just stumbled upon this. Uh, thing it says uh and this is another one from the rednecks exist outside of the south category yeah. uh man man sentenced after marrying woman and her daughter so what this, yeah this guy <laughs> a pennsylvania man was sentenced to prison last week after pleading no contest to charges that he married a woman and then married her daughter a year later without first obtaining a divorce <laughs> so five. yeah right i feel like he's like i'm gonna upgrade here you know like I got in with mom, but I don't really like her, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna upgrade a little younger. Golly. So uh, <laughs> yeah, let me see where it said here. Uh, the woman Hampton married in 2015 testified against him. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> Hampton married Dietrich's daughter, Kelly Dukovic. A lot of crazy names. The following year, without having first divorced Dietrich, and it says. Uh, some charges against Christopher Buckley, which was an alias of his, filed in Shukul County remain un- unresolved. So apparently he's just got a lengthy criminal criminal record. and uh, Smooth but, criminal. Yeah, I guess so. He's not too smooth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of crazy. And I uh, just wanted people to know that. In Alabama, it's not just us. Yeah, yeah not just us down here. I know we get about. Granted, I, I, it's kind of like the Florida man. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, I, I feel like every state, you know, has <laughs> their crazies. Yes, yeah, and, and all, definitely us. Yeah, I mean, we got you know spanking newspaper editors. Right. You know, my thing too is like uh, about this. Like, what about like the daughter? Like, you knew your mom was married. That's to your this stepdad. Dude. Yeah, that's your that's stepdad. your stepdad. Like, at some point you might be like, hey, uh, did you get all the paperwork done? You probably danced with him at your sweet sixteen. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> or, or definitely like probably was a flower girl on the wedding or whatever. But uh, 
he must be quite the smooth talker, you know. I he guess must be you know, to get all that going. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I've got a story here, and uh, I bring up this story uh, not because it's super duper odd, but more just because I'm jealous of this guy. Um, there's a guy. His name is Bruce Wayne, and he's not. Not Bruce Wayne of Gotham City. Yeah, not Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. No, no, no. He is uh, Bruce Wayne, an Ohio resident, and uh, says here that uh, he unremarkably went to Chipotle and purchased one of their $3 burritos on October 30th, and uh, and then he did just that every single day for the next 426 days. Wow. For 426 days, he has eaten a Chipotle burrito, hmm. and now... He is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest streak eating Chipotle. I feel like I could beat that. I, I know I could beat it, but here's the thing: like he didn't like go to Long John Silver's on day four, you know, twenty seven. Like, yeah. He's still doing. He's it. still going. Yeah, so like I would have to outlive him to catch up now. I wonder if I could double up, you know, like but, two a day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and get above him or something. Hey, that's a good question. I wonder what the streak is for. Two twice a day. Yeah, I mean, we make it. Is that a category? That? We should make it a category. Yeah, I mean, like, what if it's like at two and we set that record and just hold it for forever because nobody <laughs> ever, you know, like inquires about it or anything? Because I know, like, you know, I don't know. Have you ever had Chipotle? Yeah, yeah. I love Chipotle. It's, great. it's one of my favorites, yeah. and I like a lot of Mexican places. I'm not trying to, you know, say that they're leaps and bounds above every other Mexican establishment, although they are leaps and bounds above every other Mexican <laughs> establishment, in my opinion. But um. You know, uh, my wife, um, she's just recently had a baby, and she says that, like, the food is too spicy, and she's afraid it'll, you know, mess things up. Sure. So I haven't had it in, like, you know, months. And oh. then I read this story. First of all, his name is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So that's awesome, <laughs> you know. It's not Peter Parker. It's not one right. of the geeky superheroes. No, it's Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, dude who beats Superman. <laughs> and uh, and then he gets to eat Chipotle every single day, mm. you know. And he's famous for it. Wow. Says here in the pic, check out this picture. He uh, he's got the shirt. He's got a Batman shirt on, and Chipotle made him a custom cape and uh, cufflinks. And uh, cufflinks. Did, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you wear to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, let me put on my shirt that needs cufflinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I imagine he goes in, and everyone's like, you know, you know, afternoon, Mister Wayne. Here's your burrito. <laughs> I don't, whatever car I drove, if I was him, I would have a Batmobile tag on it. I mean, it was like a 98 Geo Prism or whatever. I would put Batmobile on it. You know, here a couple of years ago, I saw where, like, there was a Batmobile for sale. Oh, for real? Yeah. Now, of course, it went for, like, yeah, you know, way probably, more than we could probably Probably afford. over a million dollars, you know. But, oh, man, to be named Bruce Wayne in each pulley every day and you get to drive in the Batmobile, <laughs> that's like a dream come true. That's the life right there. <laughs> It really is. That's way better than marrying your wife's daughter. You know? <laughs> yeah. Way better. Yeah, this is a true hero. Yeah, this is a, a true, true American hero. hero. <laughs> he is. Put him on Mount Rushmore right now. <laughs> right now. I want to see how long he can keep the streak up, though. I don't know. That's a good question. You know, because I, mean, I tell you what, he's he's got to have, I'm one of them, he's got to have people just chomping at the yeah. bits waiting for him to fail. Right. And well, so that they have their chance. Well, you know, I was in the restaurant business for a very long time, and really up until the very last year, I ate that thing, I ate from there every day, just about, unless I was off, you know. How many days was that? 
Well, though you six, said you were off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't I was just fixing, I was getting streak. excited, dude. Yeah. I was like, dude, we need to no. we need to write a letter. <laughs> it wasn't a consecutive streak, <laughs> but I, I mean, I guarantee you, over sixteen years, I ate more from that restaurant that he has eaten from Chipotle consecutive. <laughs> right. Now, it was consecutive days I were there, you know, but if I was out of town, of course, I wouldn't just make a special trip to go eat there. But I never got tired of it. Or, you know? Right. So right. I imagine the same type of thing until the very end. And then well, there's, def- just... there's definitely things that I could eat every single day. Yeah. And I don't think I would get tired of no, it. No, yeah. Pizza I'm... being one of them. Yeah. I, I could eat, eat pizza, pizza every single Me day. Too. Me too. I uh, think I could eat Chipotle burritos every single day. Yeah. I actually had pizza for lunch today and last night for dinner. And I think the day before that I had pizza. So, yeah. I'm... I wanted pizza last night for dinner, and uh, wife said no. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes actually, happens. I sent Deidre a message like, hey, the kids want pizza for dinner. Is that cool with you? Because <laughs> we're trying to be more health conscious. And right. she was like, awesome. So I was like, yes. That's, <laughs> I, I picked out. Yeah, I, I do that too. Like, you know, when I want something, I always try to preface that with, you know, the boys won't. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because no. she'll, I know she'll be more sympathetic. Exactly to yeah. them than to me. Yeah, no, yeah. The kids really <laughs> want to to eat pizza right now, and they're like in the background. No, no, we want hot dogs. No, they said pizza. No, no, they said like pizza. Perfect story. Um, and I, I don't want to make this too personal, but uh, I'll share a brief story where uh, my son, who is seven, uh, walked up to my dad one time, and uh. He went through this phase where he loved Plants vs. Zombies. He mm-hmm. loved everything Plants vs. Zombies. And then he found out from you know watching his YouTube channels that there was a uh, Garden Warfare mm-hmm. 2 out there floating around. And we just had a Wii U. So he, he was asking for it, and I'm like, dude, you're not getting that because it's not on Wii U. And a PlayStation, I think now they're 300. At the time, yeah. they were like, you know, more than that. Right. I think I think they were, I think they're 199 now. They were two, not, they were... Two ninety nine at the time. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, yeah, it's not happening. So the next uh, Sunday at church, he walks up to his grandpa and he says, uh, "Jim, Jim, I need some money. I need a copy of Garden Warfare Two, but in order to play it, I need a PlayStation 4. There you go. And uh, and of course, it was funny. We're like, yeah, he's seven. You know, yeah. he's cute. You know. Well, my dad calls me up that Monday and he's like, uh, hey. Uh, Hey, you want to go? Uh, you want to go get this PS4? And I was like, Well, Dad, you know, it's you're going to spend you know 350 bucks to get him this thing, and it's not Christmas. It's not his birthday. He wasn't even good in Sunday school that Sunday. <laughs> you know, like there's no reason to reward him. But he uh, he said he wanted to get him anyway. And I'm thinking, you know, if I was a responsible dad, I'd probably you know say no. Yeah. You know, because you don't you know not everybody gets a trophy. You get right. rewarded when you truly do something spectacular. But the other part of me was like, you know. I would like to play PlayStation mm-hmm. 4. And uh, I would like to play Plants right. vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. <laughs> so uh, so me and my son, we uh, hopped in the old pickup truck and got Jim Jim, and uh, we went and got one. That seems logical to me, too. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I did the same thing. Thomas one time just briefly mentioned that he wanted a drum set for like his seventh or eighth birthday mm-hmm. and so i was like i always wanted a drum set and so like <laughs> i kept planting that seed you yeah, know, anytime yeah. anybody would ask him about you know what do you want for your birthday i was like didn't you say you wanted a drum set you know real yeah. quick and so yeah we have a drum but set, but not just garage. any drum set yeah no i was like let's <laughs> let's get him a nice drum set we don't want to get anything that's just cheapo little kid you know drum set let's get a real drum set <laughs> you know this may be the thing you may be the next you know whatever tommy lee or <laughs> Steve Gadd or any famous drummer you want to pick. And uh, and so 
yeah, it was, I was really pretty selfish. He played with it for maybe four or five months, and then I've slowly been trying to teach myself how to play the drums over, over the years. I hadn't messed with it much lately, but I did the same thing. Awesome, awesome. I have a uh, another story here. Okay. All right. Uh, this is from the New York Times, but it's by way of Copenhagen, Den- Denmark. <laughs> okay. Uh, a stolen vodka bottle said to be worth $1.3 million is found drained and dented. So some guy is a collector. It was supposed to be a secret, but somebody, I guess, figured it out, stole it, and drank it. <laughs> so they stole it. Yeah. But they didn't. Not even... like I'm going to try to sell it on the black no. market. No, I'm just drinking it. <laughs> and there's video of the guy, like, in here. He's searching around, and you see him. He, like, finds it, snatches it, and runs. Yeah, he knows what he's looking yeah, for. Yeah, like, any definitely. common thief would be going through there with, like, a yeah, grocery bag. Right. If, yeah, that's just some, like, hobo trying oh, to get man. his fix. He knew what he was looking for. But wow. uh, He's, like, looking at the labels. Yeah, right. Apparently, this is the bottle was created by Darts Moritz, a car manufacturer in Latvia, and uh, fitted with an original 1912 leather ribbon from the company's first Monte Carlo rally car. And the bottle is made of 6.6 pounds of gold and the equivalent amount of silver and has diamond had a diamond-encrusted cap fashioned to resemble a vintage car front. Daggum. Yeah. And to me, if you're going to steal that and drink it, I mean, sure, there are people out there who like to imbibe a little bit, but at least hawk the gold off or something, <laughs> you know, melt it down. That's six pounds of gold. I don't know what gold's going for for an ounce. But. You know who, who this dude is? Who? <laughs> This dude is not, I mean, it's, it's quite obvious that it's not your, your common thief. Um, yeah. But this is a guy who I bet wanted that bottle because he has a rival collection and he didn't get it. Yeah. But he can't keep it because everyone knows it's right. not his. So instead, just to make the guy mad, he <laughs> drinks it and throws the bottle away. I mean, that's a heck, like you show up at the party and you're like, hey guys, I, uh, I got some really expensive vodka here if anybody wants to drink it with me, but we got to do it fast and we got to get rid of the bottle, you know? <laughs> That's who this dude is. This this is this dude is uh, some kind of rival to yeah. this other guy. It said the bottle was found at the entrance to a building site in Charlotte Lund, an affluent district north of the Danish capital. So maybe he's just sort of like rolled around and drank it and threw it out. Man. Huh. Uh, well, um, you got any other new stories? I got one more. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that was the last one I had. Okay, um, I've got one, and uh, I think we have uh, talked about this already. But the uh, the YouTuber Logan Paul. Yes. I I personally have never heard of the guy, um, but apparently he's got 15 million subscribers. He apparently he's a big deal. Yeah. He uh he's gotten himself into uh, some hot water recently. Yes, yes, most definitely, and that's what I was telling you. I discussed it with my son because my son, who's twelve, he's one of those fifteen million. He's one of those yeah millions of people who follows the guy, um, which you know Thomas is pretty good about self police, and the guy has some language and stuff. Right, so Thomas right. will turn it off and and everything, and I have it set up so I can see whatever he's watching, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, he uh, apparently was in Japan, I guess, to shoot videos for YouTube and his channel and uh, went to a place where uh, they call it the Suicide Forest or something like yeah, that. Yeah, now I'm actually familiar with this forest just because I've like, you know, I have a, a, a bit of a, a fleeting interest in the macabre, you yeah. know, so I'm actually <laughs> familiar from other stories. 
Apparently, it's it's at the base of Mount Fuji. Yeah. Or Fiji. How do you say that? I would say Fuji, but I don't know. Anyway, it's like a sacred forest. And apparently, people go there to... uh, well, to to commit suicide to yeah. to end their lives, uh, which is a, yeah, it's a it's that's a part of like Japanese culture. In it a is, way. Yeah. it is. Um, From what I understand, it's still sad, but it yeah. is much more common uh, over there than other places. Although, I mean, I guess you know, I guess that's somewhat common everywhere. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, uh, well, everywhere, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. But but yeah, this dude he goes there. He's going to camp because uh, he's you know supposed to be haunted and it's super creepy. And I get it. You know, if I was in Japan and had a free night, I would probably want to go camp there too. You know, yeah. and have a lot of fun. And uh, I, I did. I have seen the video. You know, the dude. He's you know he's acting like an idiot. He's yeah. doing what probably most everybody on YouTube with you know millions of followers do to try to get people to watch him. Yeah. And um. But he uh, he found somebody who had just recently committed suicide, which I know is the, it's the suicide forest. What do you think you're going to find there? But I think yeah. they said like 100 people a year. Yeah. And there's 365 days of the year. So And it's a whole forest. So yeah, even right. though it's like super common, gonna, you probably yeah. don't go there expecting to find somebody who's like just done it that yes, day. Right, yeah. But uh, well, that's kind of my thought first was I was like, well, this has to be staged, you know, this is some right. kind of prank or something like that. But then fake after news, I, yeah, fake news. <laughs> after I read uh, some stuff on it, I was like, oh, well, apparently, you know, it's like a right place at the right time situation. Yeah, but uh, and he throws it up on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, like that's your first thought. <laughs> Let me get this. Let me go ahead and upload this right now so everybody can see it. Now, to be fair, he does say in the video that he wasn't going to monetize that video. Well, but <laughs> but still, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it would have been quite so bad if he hadn't been making jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, even after he, even after they found it, like it got super serious for a minute. And he even had some of that sappy music playing in the background. And uh, but then he goes back to cracking jokes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you got to imagine this dude, his family is probably out there somewhere. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, now that this is like a, a big news story, I'm, I, they, I'm sure they've seen it. Yeah. You know. No, that's uh, that's actually pretty wild. You would think, and I don't know, maybe, and like you say, you become trapped by, you know, your success in a way because you're just trying to get more people to see whatever you're doing and more people to subscribe and more mm-hmm. people to like your videos that you're just like, what's the next big thing I can do? And I guess, you know, you're like, well, maybe this is not so bad of an idea. But to me, somewhere along the way, your brain's got to go. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't be filming a dead body. Maybe I can talk about the dead body we saw hanging or whatever. But yeah, share your story, but yeah. don't don't, yeah, don't show it and, and don't, definitely don't. Don't I start don't know. cracking jokes. I mean, I'm a guy who likes a joke, you know, and I will sometimes make uh, inappropriate jokes at the wrong time, and so <laughs> I, I can get it. But it's a dead body. I mean, there ought to be some, you know, sort of. And not to mention this culture that we're living in today yeah. is like. You know, we've got this gotcha mentality. Yeah, right, like yeah. everyone, I mean, you got 15, 15 million people. Not all of those people like you. No. Some of them are just waiting They're for you waiting to fail. They're waiting to mess up. Well, yeah. and the fact that the dude has like uh, crazy hair and like a super punchable face and all that <laughs> the people are you know there are definitely people out there that are just waiting for him to. You know who he reminds step. me of? He reminds me of. Uh, the dude Fred from uh, Big Hero Six, <laughs> only not as lovable. Like I right. like Fred. Yeah, no. You yeah. know, 
Yeah, but no, I and I talked to Thomas about it, and Thomas was like, you know, I didn't watch it or anything, but uh, and it was already taken down. Yeah, and he was like, but that's definitely you know wrong, and he said that the guy uploaded a, an apology video, of mm-hmm. course, because that's going to make it better, <laughs> you know, just saying you're sorry, and uh, and that uh, and you know, but Thomas really liked the guy, which I guess it's probably his first little. Uh, moment of realizing that famous right. people are dumb just like everybody <laughs> right. else you know and uh, and maybe that's not the bad, worst thing for him but the guy you know yeah he'll probably be back I'm sure like I know will. you know people are going to hate his guts for a few weeks right. but you know yeah he'll lay low for a while and then come out with another video doing splits with the American flag in his hand all in yeah. crazy places like whatever he does and or if he or maybe he'll take some of that you know YouTube money and go out and get a PR yeah you know, guy. not a bad idea. And, uh, you know, he'll do something like save a puppy yeah. or something and we'll like him again. <laughs> Which, you know, I feel like YouTube and for like my kids and, you know, I know Eli probably watched it too. Oh, man, he is all over it. They would rather that than to watch TV or I don't understand like that. that. Me either. You right. know, because, I mean, he would he would rather watch videos of kids on YouTube playing video yeah. games than sit down with a controller and play a video game. I'm like, hey, you're watching a video game, a guy play a video game that you own, and you can actually play that video game right here yourself. You might could even play him in that game. Yes. No. And make it onto his video. I will admit, though, that we, Thomas, begged and begged and begged for Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. the World War II one. Right. So he got it because his friends were going to get it and they were going to play together and all that. And so I have played it probably more than he has. <laughs> and I am horrible at it. I am the worst. <laughs> I'm sure I mute everybody else's microphones because I play with the headphones on. I hate playing with those foul mouths. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> there are children just cursing me out. I had one guy like actually type a message to me, you know, and calling me how telling me I was trash or whatever. And how you didn't want to be on your team ever yeah, again. I sent him one back and was like, look, I am sorry that you are better <laughs> at a make-believe game than I am, you know? But, like, honestly, it hurt a little bit. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm a grown man. I've owned my own business. You know, I've been I've, I'm with society you would consider a, a decently successful person in life. And yeah, this yeah. game, these, like, 8-year-olds and 10-year-olds are just killing me. I mean, <laughs> left and right. And I always I, remind myself that this that's what they have to do. Yeah, right. Like, I have a job, mm-hmm. and yeah. then when I'm done with that job, i got to come home, i got to change diapers, <laughs> i got to cook supper, i got to, you know, tell my other kid who's watching YouTube videos to stop watching so many YouTube videos. Yes, right, yes. But this kid, I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. He, probably, he probably does that when, when school's not in for like eight hours. I imagine. So, of course, he's going to be better. Yeah, and, you know, I just, I don't know. Thomas those Thomas played another shoot-em-up game. I don't remember what it was. So, immediately when he started, he was already better than me. I guess, you know, his reflexes and yeah. understanding the controls and stuff. It took me at least a week to realize what each button did where I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyways, so I'm, I'm just... I'm not good at Call of Duty. And Logan Paul's, you know, probably not a horrible person, but definitely made a horrible decision. So Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if you see me online, um, I don't even know what my gamer tag is because so, it's Hudson's. <laughs> uh, but you will know me as being the person with the least points and least kills. And gotcha. getting killed the most of anyone in Call of Duty World War II team deathmatch <laughs> or whatever it is. I bet they make you play as a Nazi. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it switches me up. I thought you could choose at first, yeah. you know, and so then I was like, the Nazis I was like, well, I don't want to be the Nazis. You know, yeah, I'm nobody American. wants to be the yeah, Nazis. Right. 
But now it doesn't even matter. You're right. just like, I'm just trying to kill people before I get killed because this, you know, 12 year old kid is going to destroy my life and talk about my mom and everything else and curse me out. So, yeah. I, I want to play. I want to be. Uh, I want to be Brad Pitt from Inglorious. Uh, <laughs> you well, you know yes. the rest of the title. Sure, right, yeah. That's uh, who I want to play. <laughs> that's, yeah, who, that's who I want my Nazis. character to be in uh, in World War Two. Yeah, I just man, I'm so horrible at that game, and I'm devoted because I'll put the kids to bed, and then like Dana's <laughs> ready to go to bed, and so I'm just like, well, I'll just sit up and play for a little while, and. I've just, I'm like, I have not gotten any better. And so I've watched some videos of people playing, like trying to figure out tips or what I need to mm-hmm. do, and none of it's helped. So in a way, I do understand Thomas and them, but watching someone play a game that they actually own and could play. so Right. And all the people that are talking, you know, like playing those games and like commenting on them, and maybe it's just because I'm old and a parent now, and you're just, you lose all ability to be cool. They're all just like weirdos and stuff and like crazy hair. And I'm just like, guys, come on now. Don't be like them, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, don't get pink hair and your mohawk, <laughs> you know. Just be a normal and Paint kid. your fingernails. Yeah, right. Yeah, paint your fingernails and all that. But I, I know that's just me being old because when I was a kid, my parents would look at, you know, whatever – you know, rock and roll magazine I was looking at and think that, you know, those people were weird too. And I was like, oh, they're so cool. <laughs> of course, I never went out and bought leather pants or anything. So I have a bit of a confession to make. Um, when I was, when I was growing up, I was uh, listening to, uh, you know, the rock music, uh, you know, Nirvana, Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never, I never stopped. I never grew out of that phase. I still love that music. I and too. like, no, like, I mean, living in, you know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you know, yeah. we have, I think, nine country stations, and, like, you know, people, you know, you'll, like, mention them, and, oh, yeah, I remember them. Mm-hmm. I do. I still love it. I do, too. I never grew out of it. I still have original iPods, <laughs> <laughs> because I've never figured out how to do, put it all on my phone, and I've broken, like, ten phones, so I'm just, like, right. I just keep going with these until they die, but uh, I still have Nirvana, Metallica, Pearl Jam, all of them on there. And I was talking with Dieter the other day. Like, I remember where I was, who I was with, everything the first time I heard Nirvana, like Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm-hmm. I was maybe 15, like 7th, 8th grade. And I was like, you know, the first time in my life, maybe 8th or ninth grade. But I was like, uh, this is the first time in my life, like, I felt like this music was made exactly for me. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's for me, you know, because I grew up listening to rock, and my parents were always really pretty cool and have great music tastes. So mm-hmm. we listen to Zeppelin and the Beatles and everything else. I remember hearing Smells Like Teen Spirit uh, on MTV, and it was like a, the number one video mm-hmm. yeah. of that week or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, all these kids need a shower but man this is this sounds great it's so awesome yeah and it was it was like unbridled and real you know it felt so real to me you know and like in a way it just connected with me and that i didn't know music could you know like i pretty i still love led zeppelin listen to led zeppelin all the time you know but yeah i'll throw on nirvana and i'm just like wow you know still it takes me back just like that same time and i guess that's like what my mom gives when she listens to the beatles or whatever yeah 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 but uh, we have become our parents. Yeah, you know, I guess in a way you have, which they always said would happen, but I didn't believe them. <laughs> but I guess it's true. Well, anyway, you have been listening to uh, Earth Oddity, episode zero. Uh, everybody get in on the ground level because right. uh, 
This is going to be awesome. It's like investing Maybe. in Apple right now. You know, like in, <laughs> yeah. back in the beginning when they're in their garage. This is this is your chance. Yep. And uh, if you want to email the show, you can uh, hit us up at earthoddity at planetmail.net. I think I may have said .com earlier, but it is .net. .net. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at underscore earthoddity. Uh, thanks goes out to Silent Side. The uh, he he did the music you're hearing. Checking out checking out on uh, SoundCloud, and uh, hopefully we will uh, uh, you'll catch us again next week.